0: How does Tennessee's offense get better? And I think Nico is a big answer to that, but there's more than that as uh, we go ahead and get rolling. So we're gonna hop in the uh, hot tub at Dynasty Pools and Spas with uh, Cooper Mays. Coop, Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. All right, Josh. Here we go. First down. Brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Coop here. First down. All right, so there's a couple of different ways that Tennessee can get better. You rolled a column about this. If you had to pick one key player not named Nico, who would it be? The key player, and it can even be an incoming guy. It could be a herd. It could be whoever you think, but who's the key player that needs to take a major step up for the balls to be better offensively in 2024? I ask you first, and then Caleb, let me get your thoughts.
1: I'll choose a combination, which is cheating a little bit, but I'll say Hurd and whoever's starting at left guard because I think there's a very good chance Lance Hurd is Tennessee starting left tackle, so the guy next to him at left guard on the left side of Cooper Mays I think is going to be a big deal, and that's because Tennessee's running game is going to be so important. Protecting Nico is going to be so important, And what Tennessee has on the left side of the offensive line is going to play a huge role in that, especially with the left guard position being an unknown. So whichever guy they figure out is the best option there at left guard between, let's assume, Lance Hurd and Cooper Mays is a big deal. All right, Caleb.
2: I mean, Josh kind of stole mine because I was just going to say left tackle and left guard. And I kind of hate to fully agree with Josh, but he's absolutely right. And. It, it, I mean that's bold to say Lance hurt, but even if not, they got to find somebody behind to do it. And left guard to me is a big, big question because that was a problem for Tennessee on the offensive line all of this year was left guard. This past year, they you know they tried Andre Kierik, homeboy can't play, sorry. Um, they tried Ollie Lane, veteran. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, guys, but Jerome Carvin was severely missed in 2023. Severely missed.
1: You have to say no disrespect before providing just, the dis- disrespectful commentary. <laughs> it's Nolan Void if you do that after the fact, just to clear things up.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. No yeah. offense,
1: but don't take this the wrong way. But you have to start There's it a- out the way.
2: So ba- <laughs> this was like a big debate. There was a rapper from Memphis, you, there, y'all. You probably know him, Josh Yogadi, who has a had a song before he got big called "After I Make Love <laughs> Your Woman." I'm going to tell you about it. But we all debated a real man would tell him before he makes love to his woman.
1: Ah, like
2: that is total bullshit
1: what do you think josh uh that's an area where you definitely have to be careful so whatever the proper <laughs> protocol is i would make sure to follow it in that regard well i guess we can call
0: and ask michael jordan's son what the proper protocol is since he's that one's
1: that one's been broken
0: <laughs> yes that one
1: has been broken
0: all right what down are we now Coop? cooper mays here Second down. Oh, by the way, I was going to go brew McCoy just from a health standpoint. I'm not questioning his play, but he needs to be 100 percent. So I'll be different and I'll go brew McCoy, um, which I think you will be healthy from all indications. All right. So uh, second down is this. um, And I think you guys just answered it. What is the key unit that needs uh, to step up? So is it just the offensive line for both of you guys?
1: That's definitely the starting point of the conversation for me. Wide receiver needs to be improved. There was a clear step back from 2022 to 23. So what Brew McCoy is able to do coming back from injury, what kind of impact Chris Brazel is able to make, and then the development of other players and or the arrival of the talented freshmen, what they're able to do is going to have a huge part of what this offense is able to become in 2024
0: too. Um. I can't I'm you know, I'm a trenches guy. Josh has known me for what, 20 years, Josh? Um, I'm a trenches guy, but I'm gonna take wide receivers if I had to choose between the two to take a major step forward, and that would help Tennessee's offense the most. Caleb. All
2: right. I'm I I, I, I can't agree with you guys about receiver because I, I just think they're naturally gonna take a step forward because of who they've added and the health and everybody in the locker room. I I think it is offensive line, but I'm gonna give you guys a close second and y'all are going to be shocked by this, but I'm actually going to say running backs. And the reason I'm going to say running backs is because look, Dylan Sampson is a, is a budding star. They want to be able to get him on the field, but he's got to step it up pass blocking because I don't care how good the offensive line blocks. If Dylan Sampson is, uh, is, is, a, is playing like complete air out there. Nico's going to get hit every time and they can't use Dylan Sampson the way they want to until he actually learns to pick up a blitz.
0: Josh, along those lines, I know you really like Cam Seldon, right?
1: I love his physical talent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, uh, l- let's see how he develops as a runner. He has a lot to learn. I think that showed in the bowl game, but he also has a lot to work with from a size uh, and skill set standpoint. So there's a ton of potential there. And Caleb's not wrong. I-, I viewed it as how Tennessee performed in 2023 and where they need to be better. I don't expect Tennessee's running back room to be better than what it was this past year. I expect some kind of step back because they're having to replace Jalen Wright. But you mentioned my column, and we can we can talk about details there if you want to. But there are areas where the running game has to be better. Are the running backs themselves better? I have a hard time believing that, losing Jalen Wright. But they could they could match from a personnel standpoint because of the potential of somebody like Selden and Samson's ability to improve, which... Caleb's correct, needs to in his overall game. Uh, The room itself, I don't think, goes into 2024 more impressive than what Tennessee had from a personnel standpoint this past fall. Hey, along
0: those lines, I'm going to sidestep. So this is second and a half down, if you don't care. And and, and nowadays, would you rather be great at running back, which a lot of guys can fill those positions nowadays, and the game has changed to where it's very de-emphasized, or would you rather be great at punter? I know what Caleb's going to say because Ellie doesn't believe in punting. But uh, I'm going to ask Josh first. I'll tell you, Josh's appearance brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. All spas include delivery, cover, setups, chemicals, no extras to buy. Don't be fooled by big box store chemicals. You can order on them online. At dynastypoolsandspas.com. They use fillers, not dynasty pools and spas, right there in Athens with that showroom mentioned off the hook. And you get five hundred dollars off your spa. Would you rather have an elite punter or an elite running back, Josh? Running back. (laughs) Not even a question.
1: (laughs) No, I I have I have a great amount of respect for the kicking game. Uh, all aspects of it. But no, I'd, I'd much rather be a lead at running back, the guy that's going to touch the ball 15 <laughs> to 25 times in a game. And <laughs> have, you ever been midway,
0: have you ever been midway through a commercial read, Josh, and thought to yourself, that question that I asked Josh is stupid?
1: <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah.
2: <laughs> can I play a little devil's advocate for one second, even though I don't like punning? 2003, Tennessee, Miami. Would you overplace Dustin Colquitt for any running back in Tennessee history in that game?
1: Uh, I don't know, Josh. You go first. I'm... So does that mean I no longer have a punter, or do I still have a punter? Like, no, you me... just snap it back to air. You have a punter, but you don't have Dustin Colquitt. I love Dustin Colquitt. He is he, he is an all-time ball. He went to Farragut Middle School. He is uh, a guy that spent close to two decades in the NFL. He's got a ring, but... I'd still, I'd still replace him with another one of the many fine punters that Tennessee's had. Britain could step into his role. I, you know, shout out to Britain who had a great NFL career. Uh, so, not a great driver. Really, I don't even, I don't even know what question I'm answering. I would, I would value Wait. the the elite running back over a high level. Punch. Josh, this is all. This is all. This, this that game though. Do you think? <laughs>
2: You replace Dustin Colquitt. There is virtually a hundred percent chance you don't get that punt that Sean Taylor fumbles, which is the greatest punt in the history of college football. Greatest. And Tennessee, ever. by the way, by the way, Tennessee loses to Miami if Sean Taylor doesn't fumble that punt. They would have gone down and scored and won.
0: Most magnificent punt in the history of college football.
2: Do honestly, what do you if if, if if Sean Taylor doesn't fumble that punt? Does Miami go down and score and win? What do y'all think? Uh, honest
1: question. I think they don't have to say. Has has Patrick Mahomes ever played a game where he didn't play well? It was low scoring and they had a good punt in the game. You're not dropping Patrick Mahomes for a punter. So, what are we talking about here? It's no, it's Tennessee beat Miami solely
2: because of Dustin Colquitt. That was the he single handedly won that game. And you guys are forgetting that it was a 10 to 6 game. Miami was significantly more talented than Tennessee. Tennessee wasn't in Miami's class on talent in that game, and Dustin Colquitt won the game.
0: I shouldn't have veered off bad. I feel like
1: Caleb's arguing with himself. No, <laughs> <what's>
2: wrong?
0: <laughs> so that
1: you, game. You, you're kicking off Cedric Houston from the team? What are we What are we doing? Yes, in 03? yes, played, yes. I, if, I think they played games before the Miami game, and I think they played after. I, if I'm not mistaken, they played a full schedule. Not just I said for that game. game that game
2: specifically.
1: Okay. You replace
2: you Dustin Colquitt with Britain and you start Jamal Lewis, you lose that game.
1: I don't know if uh, that's Britton true was because good. Jamal, Jamal, Jamal might have busted off a an 80-yard touchdown run. How do you know that that's not true? Plus, Not Britton against awesome. Miami's
2: defense. Britton no, spent a decade
1: in the NFL. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna he start did not save that punt. <laughs> all right, third down. Britton was the punter on a Super Bowl winning team. All see center Cooper Mays here. <laughs> now. I, I, I,
0: wait, there's Cooper,
2: a third down. There's a third down. You forgot third down because of all that.
0: Wait. Tennessee center
1: Cooper Mays here. Third down.
0: Third <laughs> down to go for something. So Dave's so, so
1: motivated fourth down, so we can we can punt on this segment. I mean, this is <laughs> <laughs> No, so that Caleb can pass
0: on punting. Um, if you had to pick Tennessee's three wide receivers right now, because we know that they like to settle on three and play three, who would they be, Josh?
1: Right now, I would say Chris Brazzle, Squirrel White. Brew McCoy. That, of course, assumes health with Brew coming back from injury. We haven't seen Brazel on the field with Tennessee yet, but those would be my three right now. Why would you go Brazel above Mike Matthews, just out of curiosity? He's more proven in college, which Mike Matthews has not played in yet. And Matthews is going to be a freshman, and I need to see a freshman get that kind of opportunity ahead of a transfer who's been brought in to play right away. Okay. Caleb, thoughts? Um I, I obviously I think Josh McCoy, it personally.
2: Yeah, I mean I I think Josh nailed it too. I want to go out on a limb because I saw enough of him before he got hurt at the end of the year that I think I misjudged Dante Thornton. And I think fully healthy all season to kind of get back into rhythm. I think Dante Thornton will occupy that that uh other whiteout spot ahead of Chris Brazzle and then scroll white in the slot.
0: Well, jo- that's coming a long way, Josh, because at one point Caleb said Dante Thornton is dead to me. <laughs>
2: i did call him a disgrace i did call him a disgrace i shouldn't have done that i was wrong well
1: well, you know thornton came in and he was given an opportunity right away without much challenge coming from morgan right they raved about his talent his athleticism nobody's questioning his athleticism but it did not work out for him playing inside he made some more plays on the outside his only touchdown of the season came on the injury that he suffered so he was starting to come on I, i would have liked to have seen how he could have finished out the season Thornton will be a part of the competition, but he does have to compete more legitimately this year, I think, for a spot with somebody like Brazel coming in with a talented freshman. Nimrod and Webb got more playing time, more experience. Let, let's give them a chance to develop because two years ago, nobody thought Jalen Hyatt was going to go from a guy they couldn't count on to winning the Balitnikov Award. So there will be a chance for development. Another guy we're maybe counting out is. Does the coaching staff look at Jackson Ross as a player that should be considered in the mix as well? He's already proven what he can do as a punter. We know the value there. So I'd yeah. give him a look on the outside as well with the ability to, to use both legs. Did you know he can, yeah, he can line up with his left
0: or right foot forward?
1: Yeah, so you know, he can probably play uh, both sides of the field. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure that they have that same level of confidence in all the other receivers. Okay. Fourth
0: down. All SEC center Cooper Mays here worked
1: out all right
0: uh the offensive line um so i want to get into Hurd, but not quite yet i want to i want to get your thoughts uh on the the other four positions if herd's not a factor do you feel good about those guys great about those guys or okay about those guys let's leave herd out of the conversation he's not committed yet so what do you think about those guys as it stands? right this second.
1: I feel great about having Cooper Mays back at center. I would say good to great about Javante Spragans, a right guard. Okay to good about John Campbell Jr., left or right, left guard concerned. And then we haven't gotten to the fifth spot because of hurt. So as a group, I would say I feel, I feel solid about what Tennessee has on the offensive line. That's before we get to depth, which is a real concern, I think, right now. And like I said, with some of the young wide receivers or less experienced wide receivers, let's see if some of these offensive linemen develop and there's more confidence in the summer. But right now, behind three or four guys, I don't sense much confidence yet. All right. What about you, Caleb?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Josh. Um, I do think there's going to be some development. I just can't see either Aiden Bustle or Vison and Lang, Um I can't see one of those guys not kind of emerging, but I, I think I think Josh Heupel's recruited a lot of bodies on the offensive line just to see who emerges. And he's he, the fact that they didn't enter the portal a lot this all season, I think is actually a good sign that they're confident in at least one of them kind of stepping up and occupying that left guard role. Um, because we know he, I, I'm pretty sure Hypel just showed Addison Nichols' the door, it was just like, get out. <laughs> and so um, Jackson Ross would have been a tougher left guard than Addison Nichols. Just so you guys know, Jackson
0: Ross, man, Um, he can play anywhere.
2: Those Australian (laughs) rugby players, man, they're tough. So
0: it's Heisman time for Jackson Ross.